Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Flint. Every week, I'm going to be joined by Jake Voss and Sean Chantez-Festerman, where we're going to go through mostly the Big Ten and Big 12 picks of the week, that a.k.a. that's why we're called Landlocks, little wild cards out there, you know, the bigger games of the week. And like our motto is, do what we say, don't do what we do, because we have bad gambling habits. But on this podcast, we're going to try to keep those in check and help you win as much money as possible. But we're also here to have fun. Like, we understand there's a lot more sharp and sharp, sharp people out there that are much better gamblers than we are. We do pretty well. We tend to make money, but we're here to have fun. And everything here, and we're also, uh, our main sponsor is Wild Rose Casino. They have DraftKings, Circa, and Bet Rivers. All amazing apps. So check them out. Go to Wild Rose and Clint, 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 uh, Clinton, Jefferson, and Emmitsburg. I'm a little excited. So, and I'll go, uh, you know, check us out on all the other podcasts. Unless I come from the Network. I will be better at this. I am a I am a professional podcaster over at Tailgate Society. I should be doing better at this, but I'm nervous. But I got my uh, my poor Cody Road to help me skip through tonight. So yeah, I'm excited. So that being said, I'm going to introduce you to Jake and Sean, the co-host. Jake is going to be the one that tries to keep us on the rails, and Sean is going to be more of a wild card like me. So, Jake, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. Excited to be on here doing this. Uh, I know we've talked about. Um... Uh, gambling a lot uh not being recorded anywhere so it'll be interesting to now have uh picks recorded and people be able to make fun of us uh for what we say and decide we want to bet on yes our records are going to be out there in public they're going to be called cash crops you're going to be able to find them on our twitter feed landlocks pod on twitter i'm pretty sure second fanatic will probably show them also tez um yeah, Tez, how's it going? I feel like you're more like the degenerate like me. Like you wake up one night and you're like, oh, I bet seven times on that Wyoming game. Why did that happen? What did, what uh, did I do? Uh, yeah, it's, I have a few of those. I was actually even just looking over uh, some of these bets that I have in that we'll discuss, and I have already bet one of them twice. So this year is off to a just phenomenal start. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did that last year. I bet a Northwestern Purdue under twice. <laughs> it did not it did not cash it did not cash i've done that before too it's great if you happen to hit it but uh really sucks when when you don't yeah so this is uh, gonna be a tough week for us because we have games thursday friday saturday sunday in the college football slate like i said we're going to concentrate mostly on the big 10 and big 12 kind of the uh the games that you're more likely to be interested in that like you know if you're a hawkeye fan or a cyclone fan or you know that you like want to watch on the side to uh have read interest so that being said tomorrow night six o'clock is the game like there might be the game of the weekend that i'm looking forward to the backyard brawl pit in west virginia in pittsburgh at heinz field i don't care what it's called now they're playing in heinz field absolutely <laughs> i think pit is a seven and a half point favorite on DraftKings. last time i checked yep you know in a rivalry game you threw out the records and be honest, I'm, I'm taking West Virginia. And I might even sprinkle the West Virginia money line. I think they win this game. I know that's – and that and sucks because that's, like, now become a trendy pick. Like, West Virginia winning this game has become trendy, which scares me. I don't like it. I don't like it when it's a trendy pick. So That was the first thing I thought when I saw this. Um, I was kind of surprised it was, you know, over a touchdown or at a touchdown. And my first thought was – well, that seems like a great spot to at least take West Virginia to cover. I mean, old rivalry game finally coming back in. Everybody's going to be fired up. Uh, weird stuff happens. I have, I had the same thoughts as you. I like I was like, yeah, I'll take the points, but I might get kind of feisty and throw a little bit on them on that money line. 
I also like the over in that game. That being said, yeah, this Which I think is fifty. Uh, uh, let's see, I got it. I got fifty-one it. Yeah, and a half. Fifty-one and a half. Yeah. Um, I I'm in the same boat. This is the game that I've bet twice. Um, I have West Virginia <laughs> covering. Uh, I apparently bet them last week at plus six and a half and at even money, and then got them again at plus seven and a half. So. Um, yeah, it's first game of the season. It's, you know, who knows? I, I don't know what Pittsburgh is besides always a little bit of a wild card in the college football world anyway. So yeah, you get that rivalry game. You get those guys first game of the year, ready to go. Uh, if you're going to give me a touchdown, I'm going to take a touchdown. It's seems simple enough. It's really interesting looking, uh, at least on the action action app i use it a lot um to look at uh how my how many bets are coming in on certain things where the money is that kind of th- what the line movement's been and the the lines kind of kind of bounced around and then lately moved yeah kind of towards pit um uh, uh looks like it bounced maybe even to six points at one point so um it, it's it's kind of interesting to me i guess now we're getting you're getting more money on it and so people are betting pit as the favorite and it's moving that way, but it'd be interesting to see uh, if it moves at all anymore tomorrow. I always kind of like to watch that on some games as we get closer uh, or as you get closer, whether it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever it is, and see what the, what the lines do then. So, um, and you'll be hearing me say this a lot on this podcast. Our, our boy Duke at the tailgate society has his trends. And in this game, and also this game has not been played in 11 years. Um, Last five meetings, the underdog has covered the spread. And the under has hit in four of the last um, five. Um, that being said, I'm still on the over. But like that, right there is a trend that the underdog tends to cover in this game because they hate each other a lot, apparently. Yeah, it's West Virginia as a team, and especially their fans are pretty good at getting up for rivalry games. So I'm sure that'll be a an experience if you're going to that game for sure. All right. So the other game that's in the big 12, that's also on the Martin night at six o'clock is central Michigan, Oklahoma state. Since Oklahoma state is a 12, 21 and a half point favorite. The over under is 58. Just, just hammering that under. Like, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago where the, it was like Oklahoma state versus Tulsa and the over under is like 68 and the score at halftime was six to three. Like, <laughs> Just, I think I made like I made like four bets that game. I think all of them cashed. Oh, I I love the nights when you just go on a run of just under 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 under, like all game long because nobody's scoring. That's always my favorite to just see those messages. So, but yeah, so Oklahoma State is a twenty one and a half point favorite. It's a Thursday night game. I can't imagine Stillwater is going to be like up for that game at all. I kind of like Michigan State, like Central Michigan, the cover, but I'm not going to bet that side. Um. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, the money, the money, at least on action would tend to say central Michigan. I'm in, I would be inclined to take Okie state. Um, I don't know. They, these big spread or semi big spreads, I guess get kind of weird, especially when you're talking about super early in the season and you may or may not know what teams are, uh, at this point. So I think, I think if I'm, I'm probably going to bet it. Let's be honest. It's uh, there on a Thursday. Of course you're going to bet it. 
Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm probably going to end up on Okie State. Uh, I don't know if I like the total one way or the other. Uh, you're with the money versus bet percentage on the under there, Ted. So I like um, that. Uh, they played each other twice in 2015 and 16. CMU has covered both those games, and the under went over under. The game was under in both those games, for what it's for what that's worth. So, six yeah, years ago, I hate I hate trends. <laughs> well, you're gonna hear on this whole podcast. <laughs> I, know, I know, I I know. I'm I I'm probably like in the minority because I see a lot of people reference trends, and I hate like trends going over years. But that's okay. I that, I'm usually proven wrong by them too. So, yeah, I'm on Oki State. So by what the game starts at six by. 6.30, I will be cursing Spencer Saunders and just furious at myself. Um, so that's that's my input on my money that I've spent for that game. So, Brother in Christ, if you're even paying attention to this game, while <laughs> Purdue and Penn State are also playing on, on, a, on a different TV and the backyard brawl is going on, I, 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 I have questions. I have questions. So uh, I'll check it. Three TV setups for, baby. Yeah, true. I'll check it once just so I can be upset. And... Is that game even on TV? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's got to be on somewhere, streaming somewhere, right? If nothing else, uh, it's on FS1. So technically, yeah. I could get that. the uh, The American Legion bartenders love me so much. I'm pretty sure I get all three TVs on. I've <laughs> got a I've got a draft uh, fantasy draft happening during uh, tomorrow night. So six year old Vicky ain't gonna care. She'll just be happy I'm there. Um. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so that's what I said. On to the, uh, I, as I just mentioned, the Purdue and Penn State game. Is that is that three and a half now? Like, what is what are we sitting at on that? Uh, let's see. I've got, yeah, three and a half is what I've got Oof. last. Yeah, it's still there. Over under 53. Purdue catching yeah. points at home. Give me that Purdue money one. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about these trends. Give me the trends, Ted. <laughs> Since 1997, Penn State has been favored by less than a touchdown against Purdue seven times. They are 7-0 in those games and have an mar- average margin of victory of 13 points. That's As a numbers person, you'd think I'd like these trends more, but I really don't. I don't. As soon as I saw that, I thought I, at least Purdue to cover, if, and pro- I'm going to take the money line. I honestly thought about doing like just a like complete sicko, like just parlaying Pitt, not Pitt, West Virginia and Purdue for like a half a unit and just see if they see both where pull it, it takes off. you. <laughs> yeah, Purdue I don't. Purdue is not a trendiest pick as West Virginia, I can tell you that much. It's, it's a man, Purdue's another one of those monsters that you never really know what you're getting week to week sometimes or to start a season so and i love i love me a, a good train gif and and all that but i don't know if they're <laughs> if they're gonna be ready to go I, i'm on the under for that game anyway i'm not i haven't played i probably won't play the rest as far as actual outcome you know i i I don't know if I've ever noticed this before, and I would have to go back and look at like last year's betting, but I absolutely hate even thinking about betting totals at this point in the season. It's crap shoot. It's tough. 
Good like, thing if, with if you have when you have an established team, like if you're talking like Iowa and Northwestern and or whatever, like you have teams that are established in what they do, that's different. But some of these teams where it's like we don't just don't know. I just I look at them and I'm like, how do you like I'm I'm flipping a coin to bet a total a lot of the time at this point. Yeah, I've avoided a lot this as far as this week one. I think I maybe have one other over and under I I'm gonna play, um, and then but but yeah, like you said, you don't know you don't know off season numbers and recruiting and what you're filling and losing can only get you so far. You don't know what's what is going to take place on a field. Especially with how many people are moving or I mean, obviously it's been increasing and happening, but the amount of transfers and stuff people get, it's like, I don't know, maybe that person's secondary got like a lockdown safety or something that I don't know. Just hard for me to wrap my brain around until I see what what teams do. So all right. That being said, I appreciate all that talk about not betting over unders. And this is not necessarily a landlocked game. But West Re- Wake Forest and somebody called VMI <laughs> over under over under is 67 and a half on a Thursday. Principal under. First game of the day, first game of the season, you're giving me 67 points? No way. Not unless not unless Wake scores 60 by themselves. And I don't even know what VMI stands for. It could stand for like vets Mission Military Institute. Yeah. Okay. It's a military academy. Under. Yeah. Under. <laughs> Just give wow. it to me. Like, I don't care. Four and a half. Sixty-seven and a half. <laughs> Man, like, I'm not betting that the big side. A, yeah. Just I. I'll give you. Regardless, that is that is a whole lot of points for for an opener against against VMI. Uh, <laughs> and I know West Virginia. I'm not West Virginia. I know Wake Forest scored a lot last year. I do remember that. Like they put up points, but just principal, principal, principal under. You'll be surprised. Action doesn't have uh, betting statistics on that game for some reason. <laughs> no, why? Why? Because only no, people I, like me are betting. I actually do kind of like. Oof. I agree with that. I mean. You're gonna have they to did. probably have Wake Forest like cover and put up fifty to hit that to go. They over did that, lose so. to Kent State sixty to ten last year. The VMI did. Yeah. <laughs> ah, don't put that. Don't put that voodoo on me, sir. <laughs> but other than All that, right. they were a six and five team. They're they're fine. It's, I, I'm not going to play that under, but I'll endorse that under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a shame that that. Uh, that the uh, Louisiana Lafayette game has a higher over, so we couldn't. Have, <laughs> I couldn't make you play that for our flyover <laughs> of the week. But anyways, flying on over <laughs> to Louisiana Tech and Missouri. Missouri is currently twenty and a half point favorite. Over under sixty one. I kind of want like Law Tech here and the points. So I don't think Missouri's any good. Missouri's one of those teams that. Yeah, like I kind of want to see it, but they still get players. I feel like just because of being in the SEC. I don't know. I I don't like betting on Missouri, but I probably would if you're going to force me to do something there. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like yeah, money, I know. I know they were pretty underwhelming <laughs> last year, but I mean, how much is that? Yes, yeah, 
playing. Missouri is on his, is on his third defensive coordinator in three years. Just saying. I mean, they also tried getting a bunch of transfer quarterbacks this year, none of which they didn't get. So, I mean, shows that they really like their quarterback they have now. But, and I think that they're, and they're also three and seven, three and seven against the spread as a favorite underneath uh, someone called Eli Drinkwitz. That's a made up <laughs> name. That's a made up name. Is that their, is that their coach? Eli like Drinkwitz? Like name to use in those arcs or something. That is not a real coach. Imagine having a coach. Oh my goodness. Wow, oh boy! They gave up twenty-four to Army in their bowl game last year, and lost. <laughs> I lost. Good for you, Missouri. <laughs> oh my goodness! This uh... <laughs> I'm a terrible person. But if you're listening to this podcast, you should definitely look up and look look up what Elia Drinkwitz looks like because uh, it's it's a person put it that way. Yeah. Uh, very much does not look like an SEC coach. I don't know how he got that gig. I sent it to you guys in the uh, group chat. So, but anyways, as I move on to the next game, what else we got? I think is that it for Friday, Thursday? Am I missing anything that we need to talk about for Thursday night? I guess Minnesota, uh, New Mexico Minnesota. State. Yeah, I guess. Minnesota. So this is actually an interesting game. I'm not going to bet it, but um, because this is Jerry Kill coming back to Minnesota. Mm. And Jerry Kill famously said something like, I'm not ever going to come back to that town or something or other. And he left on very, very bad terms. He's also a 36 and a half point underdog. So take that as, as you will. I'll take the points. Yeah, I think I think he's going to just put it to him. Oh, no, I'll take him. to. I'll take. Oh, uh, New Mexico take, State. Take New Mexico State. Yeah, I'll take the points. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna actually bet it. But if once again, if I'm gonna pick it, I'll take the points. Yeah, I'm not touching that game. <laughs> I have. I have I just, a really. I mean, I don't know enough about New Mexico State to say it. But like, unless I know it's a bad team or a really good team with a massive spread, I, I, you know, like over thirty points. I'm usually on the side of taking the points. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like. If I'm going to bet that game, which I might, because it's there at eight o'clock on Thursday, I feel like Minnesota. Like I feel like PJ Flex the kind of guy that holds a grudge, and knowing that like Jerry Kill doesn't like them, they played last year, and I'm pretty sure they got real bad real quick. I don't know if Kill was on the was a coaching staff. Mexico State has won seven games since 2015. Minnesota won nine games last year, so I'm not saying. Just saying, just tossing that out into the into the universe. You can do whatever you want with that. We all, I don't think any of us are here are PJ Fleck fans. Not really. You know, but I just feel I don't like, hate the guy, but I don't talk crap about him like some people do, but I'm not a fan. I feel like this is one of those, like, where he's just like throws his junk on the table and just takes care of business and just like <laughs> makes, makes a point, makes a point to the guy who like left on bad terms and has been bad mouthing him. Does but that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I can see that. It seems uh, New Mexico State's leading rusher on the year, because apparently they did play last week, is um, one of their quarterbacks. It's not their quarterback that leads in passing. So I don't know exactly what that means for them, but can't be great. 
can't be great. And normally, just to be clear, if you're in this and you're on like, why have they not talked about Iowa State yet? Normally, we would lead with Iowa State. But considering I don't think we can even bet on Iowa State yet, it's kind of hard to talk about Iowa State. So we know about what the number is going to be, right? I mean, for both Iowa and Iowa State. Yeah, but I don't think it's on our thing. Like it was 37 and a half. And we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. I promise. I mean, the, and I'll probably just take I don't know. I don't I don't like betting that game. That sounds nothing. It's going to be tough. All right, but on to a game we can bet. We're on the Friday. We're on the Friday. We're moving on. That was just Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be it's gonna be a, it's gonna, we're gonna try getting through this. So Western Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan State's a 22 and a half point favorite over under is 54 and a half. Give me Western Michigan to cover this number. Too many yep. damn points. The number also opened at 18 yep. and a half, says action. So it's it's bumped up since their first reported number. Still taking yeah. Western Michigan. Yep, I'm in the same boat. I am taking those points and Yeah, I would agree. And, I don't I don't have much to add. I just that's yeah. I think Central Michigan's probably good enough to at least keep it keep it a, maybe a, close to a game for a while and maybe they give up a touchdown or some points late to make it close to that number, but I don't think I don't think it gets gets over three touchdowns. Yeah. I think it's it a muddy, be, ugly game. Might be a game you can get a good middle on at halftime if they keep it close and if you can get Michigan State second half at 13 that's or a, something 13 that's a 14. good point there are there are a few games out there that you could look at doing that with um we'll talk I'm sure we'll talk about the Iowa game later but I think that might be one to look at doing oh something like that. brother if they give me a first half line that Iowa game I'm <laughs> slamming South Dakota State yeah, I, I th- yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll get in depth on that game later. But and, he, and so there's some of these teams where you see them go play, especially uh, maybe like a Big Ten team or a, a, a some of the Big Twelve teams, K State, Iowa State at this point, that where uh, they're a good enough team to keep it close for a while, and then the fourth quarter uh, it might get spread out a little bit. But um, yeah, middle I like to try in middle games like that. It's it's kind of fun. I just, you know, double down and just continue to lose money. But that's that's a me problem. You also you also like bet five times on an under and win all of them sometimes too. So it's true. That's true. But uh I'm just gonna touch on this real quick. Um this one we're not gonna discuss it at length. I, we we tweeted this out earlier from our Twitter account, Locks Landlocks Pod. Um Temple and Duke, Temple is awful. They're 0 and four on the road last year. There's something like five and sixteen against the spread. Last 21 games. Duke is something like crazy, like 28 and 10 against the spread. Last 38 games. Duke is minus seven. I understand Duke's not very good either. Just just take Duke and make money. Don't think about it. Just take Duke, make money. And don't watch the game. Don't watch something else. Do something else with your Friday. God, don't watch Temple versus Duke. But just, just wake wake up on Saturday morning and check your account and yeah, see the money. That's there. And if I lose, then you can all anyone that listens to this can come at me next week. So but on to games that matter. Illinois is in Indiana. Indiana is, is the home home favorite, minus two. Illinois obviously kicked the crap out of Wyoming last week. Under is 46. This is an under I'm looking at. I have no feel on this game. Like Trends say Indiana because of the, the, the team that played the week before has like a, I don't know what the number is, something like 31 and 50 or something against the spread. So... I don't know. Anyone have, anyone have an idea? I don't really have a feel. Um, I, yeah, I kind of hate that you have a team that's played already um, versus one that hasn't. 
But if I'm going to do anything, I'm I'm just going to go bet Illinois money line. Um, just because I can, just to have a rooting interest in it, probably. But that's about. I mean, that's that's all I've really got. Yeah, that's I. I'm in the same boat as you, Ted. I'm gonna. I think it's gonna be a gross Big Ten game. It's not gonna be super thrilling. I, I'm gonna take the under in that one. But there's also the chance that since since you don't know what you're getting out of those teams that have been have had some really gross years the last couple of years, it might be. 21 to 17 at the halftime. So let's hope not. Yeah. I mean, but Illinois did screw me on the under last week by covering it by a half a point. So they're kind of my doghouse. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, and when in doubt, if you want to bet it, just bet, a, bet the under in a Big Ten game on a Friday. I mean, why not? You only live once. So, all right. So another Big 12 game that night TCU Colorado. This one, this one's interesting. Late cap, 9 o'clock kickoff our time. Colorado is a 13.5-point underdog at home. You got to take Colorado, right? I, I understand it's like jump like it's jumped like six points, right? It was minus six TCU when this line opened or something. And it has doubled, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, action has it opening at six or right around there. So, yeah, it's it jumped a lot. So, unless Vegas knows something we don't, I don't think TCU is going to be really good this year. I don't understand Colorado is not good either, but home dog, almost two touchdowns. Like, I don't know. I I don't have a <laughs> I, I don't I have don't. much of a feel for it. It's yeah. only game going that night. We're gonna bet it. I'm, I'm gonna bet what I think. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hope that Colorado starts out the game with a touchdown. And TCU goes like three and out, and then I'm gonna go bet TCU, whatever it is. Yeah, if you can is get what, it is what I'm like. I'm, I'm gonna something. I'm gonna hope to get like the, get some value in the first quarter of the game or something. Is probably how I'm gonna bet that game. I mean, I'll be sitting beside you in a fantasy draft at your house, so we might not even <laughs> see the end of that game because we gotta get up at six a.m. to go tailgate. So probably not. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. But like I said, if I bet that game, I'm, I'm going Colorado. But what about you, Sean? I I don't know. I don't really like that game. I remember uh, mostly because I remember last year Colorado made me so mad a few times because they did just weird stuff all year. You couldn't count on them to be consistent. Um, and, you know, it, even when you wanted them when they were being terrible and you're oh yeah somebody will whoop them this week and then they just be like nope we're actually gonna win this one like it, they they frustrated me last year so i'm not gonna let them ruin my year on the they're out of the circle the season <laughs> they're out of the circle of trust yeah <laughs> all right so this is the game like i guarantee this is the game you guys have been waiting for all of our listeners have been waiting for this game here we go Big, I'm assuming this is big new kickoff. I don't really know. Colorado State at Michigan. Michigan is a 30 and a half point favorite over under 61 and a half. Give me Colorado State. Even though I think Michigan covers these big spreads at home for some reason, but the fact they can't even name a quarterback, like I guess they need yeah. a quarterback. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but he's not starting week two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
I I'm taking Michigan as much as I feel like that is a terrible idea. I know last year they opened with a big win. Um, I think they won by like 37 or something week one last year. Uh, you know, they got they got that uh, win over Ohio State finally, then a real hard-fought Big Ten championship game. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I know it's I know it's going to burn me probably sooner rather than later, but I might trust Jim Harbaugh a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I would I would lean just taking Michigan because Harbaugh is gonna do what he can. He'll win the game by fifty if he can. So um, he's not gonna be scared to to just run it up. Let and me they, tell and you, they, and they should they should be able to. Okay. That being said, Colorado <laughs> State is five and zero against ranked teams against the spread the past six seasons. Just saying. 5-0 and against spread, against ranked teams last. Sounds like a streak that's going to be broken to me. But... Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Except for you guys put that in the uh, cash crops pick. All right. Oh, that's go. not going to happen. <laughs> I'd like to talk about this North Carolina Appalachian State game, but we don't have enough time. So I did, I'm going to uh, be honest, didn't even look at that one. have no idea. <laughs> just give me the Appy, Appy State money line. They're one and a half point underdog. All right. So Cincinnati, Arkansas, I think that can consider that could be a, like a a landlock. Cincinnati's coming to Big Twelve. Oh, yeah. It's Midwest, right? man. So it's now under seven, which is new because it has been seven all week. So Cincinnati's six and a half point underdogs. It's games in Arkansas. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been researching this. I, I I get convinced I'm taking Arkansas. I get convinced I'm taking Cincinnati. So I'm like, well, Cincinnati can like just like mud it up, right? Just keep this close. But I'm like, well, it's at Arkansas. And Arkansas was a darling team last year. One like they killed Texas. I know Texas is Texas, but <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I really last year. I really liked that number at seven. Um six and a half. I don't know how much I like it, to be honest. Um Yeah. I'm on I, I'm gonna have I'm to just, I'm gonna I'm have to over. think on that. I won't I won't be betting that betting that one till Friday night or, or closer to Saturday. Yeah, I'm on over fifty-one-five on that, and then put that, that whatever keyboard button <laughs> loud enough, Ted. I can hit it harder. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you're spacing some shit out. <laughs> Just doing research. Jeez. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can see it over fifty-two and a half. I, I could, I could, I could talk myself into that. You know. I tell you, one over I'm hitting, Houston and UTSA over 62. I'm not sure if that's going to make my cash crops, but that's one under I'm probably hitting. Now I'm all self-conscious about hitting this button. <laughs> Just hit it real quietly. Oh, like, Yeah, you'll be okay. Real quietly. I'm trying to find... Okay, UTEP and Oklahoma. How is this over under only 57 points? Oklahoma's also a thirty-one point favorite. If you want to touch that part of it, yeah, you know. I, I'm gonna. T- I would probably take UTEP and the points, but I like I'm, I am so out on Oklahoma at this point. 
I, I, that's super reasonable. I'm okay with that reason. Like, I, that's I just they lost so much. You're getting a defensive head coach. You're. I mean, I I just don't. I mean, I, they have guys, obviously, but I just I'm gonna have to see something from them before I'm gonna ever bet them to run up the score on somebody, even if it's a bad team. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I'm gonna need to see what they have this year, you know. And I might just be on like a, just a fade Oklahoma all year because it's principal, and I'm a spiteful, spiteful person. So I don't want to. I don't want good things to happen in Oklahoma or Texas, for that matter. So, and apparently I can't root my my under darling San Diego State anymore because apparently they're a bunch of trash people also. But anyways, on to Tulsa, Wyoming. This is my sicko under of the week, boys. Under 44. We saw what Wyoming looked like last week. They're garbage. Tulsa, I'm sorry, Emily. I'm sorry if you're listening. Oh, no. They ain't very good. Tulsa, from what I recall, can't scores. I have not put any like scientific expert thoughts into this. This is all like off of like Tulsa from last year and Wyoming number, from last that year. That number open at minus one and a half for Tulsa and is up, what, five points now? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So the play is the under 44. <laughs> It won't be pleasant. You're with the money on that. That's for sure. So, yeah. I like it. I'll, probably, I'll ride that one. <laughs> so, what? What, Sean? It, got some nothing. No, nothing at all. Is, is it? <laughs> is it in Wyoming? Yeah. It is in Wyoming. So, we have we can check the forecast. Should we, uh, should we see what the winds are in Wyoming? I, it's nice a, and windy, hopefully. <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter because Wyoming's not any good. But while I'm looking that up, we do have future BYU, future Big 12 member BYU heading to South Florida. 12-point favorite. The over-under is 58 and a half. And while friend of the podcast, Levi, has told us that BYU has never won in Florida, I can't, I can't take South Florida. I can't. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know anything about South Florida anymore or what or if they're even competitive in whether are they conference USA now? I have no idea. Um, I'm sure that's, that's the expertise you want to hear. Um, but I don't know. It's yeah, I would take BYU, but also just kind of in general, I probably won't touch that anyway. It seems I don't, I don't really like – yeah, I don't really like anything on that a whole lot either. If I decided I wanted to bet it, I'd probably bet the over and just hope for chaos and fun scoring things. That's often what I do when I just want to bet something and don't really have, <laughs> have a lean or a feeling either way, any, in any way. Yeah, the over-under is 58. So, I mean, that's it's not terrible, right? All right, so on Saturday in Laramie, it'll be 50-mile-per-hour wins. Oh boy, fifteen. So, yeah, it could be worse. Could be better. Yeah. If you're going for that under moderate. So, all right. Look at us making pro. Yeah, like neither Iowa or Iowa State are on here because it's yeah. So I guess Jake, um, since we've kind of gone through all the Big Twelve teams and Big Ten teams that I can see, we pretty, I'm sure we missed something. What was that line that they tossed up earlier this week for Iowa? Was it 14 and a half? I think it was 15 and a half. Uh, 15 and a half point yeah. favorite over South Dakota State. 
I really want to know that under ends up being. Oh, that total. I don't know. I'm. I I think Iowa this season more than ever, which is hard, which is hard to believe, is gonna be uh, ride the under. Uh, yeah. They're, yeah, that's... They're, and until and unless their offense somehow proves that it's different uh, and way better than it's expected and better than typical, I think their defense is going to dominate people. So uh, they're going to muddy everything up, and their totals are going to be even lower than usual, which is saying something. So I would I that game I'll bet the I'll bet the under, and I will uh, oh, but I will take South Dakota State to cover because you know. Two over two touchdowns. I don't. I don't see it. Plus, South Dakota State's pretty good. Yeah, that's one. If if that total is anything, if it's forty one points or higher, I am slamming the under. Um, and even then, I I will happily give away some below that too. Um, and yeah, it's. I don't think. I think that's probably not bad if you can get fifteen and a half to take South Dakota State. Um, that's one I'll probably keep an eye live if they don't if Iowa's defense doesn't you know come up with a pick six right out the gate or something um well if there's a quick if, if there's a quick score hammer the under right yeah, yeah just because they'll just stall the rest of the game um but if it can be you know if it's three nothing into the first quarter or something and I can get Iowa at 11 or something I might take that but Spencer Petrus will have a 130 yards passing and one touchdown, and they'll win 20 to 17 to three or something. And well, one thing to be noted, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Their defense is supposed to be even better. Um, supposed to be, you know, totally elite. They don't. I mean, I mean, they and their offense is supposed to be bad, but like when you look at what they lost, it's like I don't know how it isn't just completely awful i mean they're they're talking you're reading on like wide receivers and they're like yeah we don't i mean we have an injury and we're completely screwed so i i just don't see how it how it, it goes any other way than that but we'll see i mean they've put up 55 points on ohio state before too so <laughs> dude their defense scores points that's how they get points it's just yeah that's that's going to be the problem in betting uh on their games like the unders and and whatnot is if their defense is going to pr- continue to produce points that's for sure so i'm trying to find our flyover of the week and we might have some some latecomers to get it and I'm trying to figure out if that that, that one game I mentioned to you, the uh, Louisiana Lafayette game, isn't on DraftKings for some reason. Unless you guys see it, I don't see it. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I didn't check. I was just going with what you had. Looks like the over under is 44 and a half. If you go to Vegas Insider, oh, for the Iowa game. Oh, okay. 44 and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Where are you at? It's good. It's good podcasting stuff. Where did you find that? Uh, and the over under for the Iowa. Uh, I was on vacation. And the over under for the Iowa State game, if you're wondering, we get to in a second. It's fifty four and a half. So, I don't think I'm betting that at all. <laughs> it's like ten to forty five. Yeah, that that just I don't trust that Iowa State. I mean, State that's just, the that's the appro you know in the range of the implied yeah. score. 
I don't. I mean, I'm. If you're gonna give me thirty-seven and a half points with against Iowa State, I'm gonna. I'm taking thirty-seven and a half. I'm taking that number, even down to thirty. Yeah. So if if we can bet it, which let's fly over to week, we're only gonna pick a game that we can find on Draft Rivers. We're gonna bet. So it's either gonna be Southeast Louisiana Lions versus Louisiana Raging Cajun. That's a seventy over under. Or SMU Mustangs in North Texas is a sixty-eight over under. So, Whew. that's Eight. so many points. points. That's why it's so it's, so it's so many, and it's so it's so funny on those games because, like, you'll take like a, a you'll just have these groups of them, and they always go like you. It's like oh, the over under is super high, and you bet it one way, and like some of those games they just don't score. <laughs> and it ends up being like the total ends up being like 35 or 40 and you're like what the hell and then and then some of them you end up with like the total goes like way over it ends up being like 40 Oh yeah, some of those games like I I I'm I'm a principal better. If you give me a total in the 70s, I'm betting the under. I don't care. But like Jake says, sometimes you turn that game on and it's 6 minutes have gone by in the first quarter and it's 17-7. You're like, "Well, okay." Yeah, <laughs> that's why the total was what it was. Yeah, it's like this, you know, and then like you get like those late night games where like the total gets up into like say it's Hawaii, which that total for Hawaii games like 65 is pretty high too. Yeah, I saw that, you know, but friends don't let friends bet on Hawaii, not like the game itself, just don't bet on Hawaii until they show <laughs> something. <laughs> so, but yeah, like then like you're chasing that like the infamous like in game bet over under of like 101. Because like you have to bet it. If it's triple digits over under, you have to bet it just to say you did. Oh yeah, I know. A handful of years ago, I got I, it was one of the Texas Oklahoma games that is like halfway through the third quarter. Over under was up to ninety nine and a half, and I'm like, well, I need a hundred points. Then let's do it. <laughs> there was a game last year that got up to like one fourteen. It was some late night NAC action Thursday. You know. And like, yeah, people lost money because you can only you can only chase that over so much. At some point, you got you got pull the trigger and come back. So I have a bad habit of just betting under and hoping they stop scoring when it starts getting high like that. <laughs> and I think I, I basically lose money every time I do it. I don't know why I do it, but we just got you got to find the peak when like it gets to the peak. That's what I normally do. I'm like that total was sixty and it's at eighty right now. They have to slow down, and then they absolutely don't slow down and score ninety points. I lose money. So, yeah. So, all right. Um, is there? Well, so let's get some bigger gains here. I feel like we're going to try to keep this under an hour. But I feel like there's some big gains we've missed. Remove my microphone so you can't hear me clicking. I'm a bad person. Um. Yeah. There's Georgia, Oregon, and Ohio State, Notre Dame. Both of them are at about 17 points, which is wild because what uh, ohio state notre dame's a top five matchup yep ohio state i'll take the points or i'll give the points yeah and then georgia's yeah 16 and a half over oregon yeah, yeah i, I, like I think i'm avoiding i like the favorite but... i like the favorites in both of those i'm not gonna lie i wrote them both down i'm definitely taking the over in the Georgia Oregon game, I don't know what that is off the top of my head, but I'm on that. I know uh, that it's 53 and a half this afternoon. Yeah. Give me that. 
Like yeah, I, I think mean, Georgia was suffocating last year, but they didn't. I mean, how many guys did, went pro? They lost like, like their entire have, defense. Like, yeah, like their whole defense plus their two, like the second or the the uh, second string as well on like the defensive line. So. Yeah, I don't. I think the over might be. Yeah, it's probably a decent play too. But I, I would take Georgia to cover the seventeen. I'm going to. I don't think I'm. I don't. I don't think I'm taking. I don't think I'm going to bet that game, that Ohio State Notre Dame game, and because like you said, it, it, like it could get out of hand real quick. You know, like just. But did you see where uh, Notre Dame's coach was already calling it out about how the spread was too high? Yeah, uh, no. I mean, I, I kind of like it. Yes, one of the reporters so, asked him. So he's gonna want to. He's gonna want to cover. He's gonna want to cover. He can want to do whatever the hell he wants to do. I don't think it's gonna matter, to be honest with you, unless the unless the Ohio State Ohio State hype is like completely out out of bounds. I'm I, yeah, I'm gonna take Ohio State and give the points. So anything on uh, Alabama as a 42 point favorite with Utah State? No. <laughs> I think I'm betting Utah State. Just I wrote down to take Utah State to cover. Yeah, I I've been burned doing the other side of it too many times by Alabama. So uh, yeah, if anything, I would I would say take the points uh, or take the Alabama first half. That, that that's a profitable thing yeah. in the past. Yep. All Alabama right. first half spread is is usually a good good one. And you know us, all three of us are big fans of the Cover Three podcast, which gives us that Service Academy unders stat. I'm going to use that kind of this Coastal Carolina Army West Point game over unders 53 and a half. Coastal Carolina had the sixth most rushing attempts, I think, rushing offense last year or something. Give me under 53 and a half. I think that might be on my cash crops pick. Hmm. That's six o'clock game on Saturday when we're driving home from Jack Trice Stadium. Well, when Jake's, you know, dragging me out of there because my hip fell off. So, <laughs> God, I hope not. Yeah, I should stop Googling that injury. Um, But, yeah, and then we missed – what's the other game on Monday? Are we missing one that we can end on? LSU-Florida State. So, LSU yeah. is only a three-point favorite. That's a trendy pick. Uh, I have no idea how to bet that game. Have you guys even thought about that game at all? Is it even on your radar at all? I I looked at it, but I don't. I don't know. I've got nothing on that. I don't think it's just there. Uh, there's too many question marks in that game for me to have any idea what's going to happen there. I yeah. I I don't know. Like LSU at this point. Uh, Brian Kelly. I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I kind of want to take FSU because it'd be hilarious if they won the game. Right. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> would be. I would agree with that. I, I yeah, that's one of the. I don't know. I I, I it's got to be closer to the game before I kind of dig into it and look at it. Probably. Well, we do have till Sunday, and then, and then, uh, I, I'm a liar. I forgot there was a Monday night game. So I'm just gonna take the under in this Clemson Georgia Tech game on Monday night. Um, because Clemson unders were profitable last year, and I'm just gonna bet them again and find out what happens. That's all I got. That's that's the most scientific you're gonna get out of me. What's the what's the spread on that one? I I did look at that. I didn't. Write Georgia it Tech that. is a twenty two point underdog, which is also tempting. Man, I, yeah, I don't know. That's. I think I might <laughs> take Clem, take Clemson there. That might be my play on that game. 
As long as they win on my under fifty one, I don't care who wins the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that I think if I was going to bet the total, I would I would be on the under too. But I think I like the, the twenty two points or give the twenty two points there. And yeah, so I think that's it. And I do think we're all in agreement that we want Boise State to beat Oregon State on. Yep, I had that one written down. Money yep. line bet. Yep. Saturday late. Absolutely. Oh. Um. So when you're like falling asleep after the Iowa State game, you have that, and then you also have the ten o'clock kick from a Western Kentucky Hawaii on Saturday, which. <laughs> None of us are going to finish. <laughs> maybe Sean. Sean might see the end of that yeah, game. Maybe. I mean, you know, but don't bet Hawaii. I don't Did care. We, I don't, are we going to settle on a flyover? Are you just going to pick one of those? Well, so can... we can't really. I mean, we can just go with that. Uh, the one that's on there, since we can bet it now. The Houston one, right? No, what was it? It wasn't Houston. It was SMU? Texas. SMU. S- SMU. Texas and SMU. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that one. 69 points. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm taking the under. Turning that right now. Principal. Wow. That's where, like, all of the bets and money are. Because um, it's too many damn points. Race to 69. Let's go. I'll take the over. Are you, oh, are you writing this down? No, but I will. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I don't know. I I love it. I love good offensive battle. Give me the over. Let's have some fun with it. I feel like this is gonna be a trend. (laughs) It's gonna be a trend. Um, it's on Saturday, some point. I can't find it. I'm afraid to click my keyboard. All right, so we're locking in. Me and Tez on the over. Ted's on the under of sixty nine points. Six thirty on Saturday. Oh yeah, we'll be home by then. Be home back at. I'm gonna have to set. I'm gonna have to set up more screens. Castle DeVos, you know? A couple laptops, three TVs. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, my laptop will be there because I said I had that fancy draft Friday. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this podcast this year, guys. I'm glad that uh, Cyclone Fanatic gave us a uh, a shot the show from TGS. If you like us, you should definitely check out our podcast, Matinee Baseball, on the Tailgate Society. It's uh, about baseball movies so or sports movies in general. So, but yeah, sort of. <laughs> We're here till we get fired. Like I said last year, <laughs> might just be this week. I don't know. We'll yeah. find out. We're, we're on a week to week contract. Um, just because we have graphics made does not mean that uh, we get to stick around. So hopefully we make some money and I can still afford to bet this week also. So <sighs> yes, here's the making money. I hope that uh, look for our cash crops on our on our podcast or on our Twitter feed on Friday. Cash crops landlocks at landlocks pod on Twitter and. Uh, Let's have some fun. Actually, probably Thursday this week. So I'm sure I'm going to put that West Virginia in there. So today, because you'll be listening to this on Thursday. So I'm Ted Flint, Jake Voss, Shantez. Thanks for coming along. We'll see you next week. And hopefully we're discussing how much money we made for you and us. So <laughs> here's the second best journey song of all time. Take care. All right. Peace out.